1: Happy Sunday and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, John Jackson. And there's only one place to start and that's with Sadio Mane who's edging ever closer to completing his transfer from Liverpool to Bayern Munich with reports suggesting he could have a medical as early as Tuesday. Here's the former Liverpool frontman Dean Saunders on game day breakfast with Natalie Sawyer and he believes that Mane is ruining his career by moving to the German champions.
2: Mane struck it so crisply on the turn. It's aimed in towards Mane, who headed it beyond Ramsdale. And scores, and
0: Liverpool finally get in front.
2: Gutted, I am. I can't believe he's leaving Liverpool. I don't know how it's got to this point. He's 30. Mm. I think, of all his time at the club, the last six months he's played the best football. Unstoppable. I can't believe he's going. I'm actually gutted that he's leaving. I, OK,
0: I get that you're gutted. I feel like, I feel like
2: ringing him and saying, are <laughs> you sure? It. Have you not seen what happened to Coutinho? The grass is not always greener.
0: Sadiaman Sadio Mane thinking, I'm 30, I'm the wrong side now, in terms of the age and, and most clubs now are over 30. The, most players get shipped out, it always feels, doesn't it? Is he now thinking, it's best for me to move on because eventually I'm just going to get sidelined anyway?
2: Why, for the life of me, I still can't get my head round why you would want to live, leave Liverpool right now when you are playing the best football of your life in the best combination front three you'll ever play in, ever, to go and play for Bayern Munich. The league is nowhere near a challenge for Mane. Playing in that league is not a challenge.
0: There comes a time when people have to move on. It's just natural. That's the progression of teams. I'm sure Jurgen Klopp would have loved to have kept hold, maybe, of Mane. But you say that equally, they've not offered him the money, maybe, that is the biggest reason as to why he's left.
2: It's not a challenge. It, he will get in his armchair and he'll light a cigar up and he'll play for Bayern Munich in third gear and he'll coast for two years and ruin the best two years of his life.
0: Bayern Munich's the team that have come in and offered him the deal that he wants, the challenge that he wants as well, which is a different league, a chance to be the main man, perhaps you know, at Bayern Munich, where he hasn't necessarily been.
2: I'm baffled why you would leave Liverpool right now. Mane is arguably in the top three players in the world right now.
0: Six years, nearly 270 appearances, 120 goals, none, all all of which have come from open play, we should say as well. Mm. Six trophies, it is an end of an era.
2: Why would you go to the German League? Just for Can't me. understand it.
1: Elsewhere, Arsenal striker Eddie Nketiah has ended any speculation about his future by signing a new long-term deal at the club. He scored five goals in the last seven Premier League games. Here's the take of former Gunners winger Perry Groves, who joined Faker others
3: on kickoff on Talk Sports. I'm glad that Eddie Nketiah's signed because uh, it shows that he's ready to fight and battle for his place up front. He came in towards the end of the season uh, and did okay. Um, his goalscoring record in the League Cup was excellent mm. but he's got to turn that into premier league uh, he, performances
0: he only really started playing in the premier league um at the turn of the year didn't he he'd been playing it, all the league cup games as you say um and then it was a little bit of a slow start he only uh, played as a substitute i think in three premier league games before january and you know he's i think it was five goals in his last seven games in the premier league that's someone who's saying don't forget about me please
3: well, he's got he's hungry. That's that's the, the point. And I like the fact that he he likes getting into the six yard box. There's a lot of strikers these days. They come deep and then they go out to the left. They go mm. to the right. He made it clear that he wants to play as a centre forward. I looked at his uh, his five goals in 21 Premier League appearances. Said some were a sub. He's got to get more clinical in his in his finishing. Yeah. He gets himself into into good areas. Um, you look at his record. Thing down in 21s it's incredible. I think it's like a goal a game basically. Yes, yeah, incredible. And he's taken the number 14 shirt. Which uh, is uh, does that a,
0: have a bit of pressure on it?
3: No, I I, I like the way that he's actually taken it Do and thought he's yes. asked for it. I would have thought that they would have talked about it mm. and Arteta probably would have offered it to him, um, and that's another statement of saying you're going to be one of my main players. So obviously following Thierry Marie's footsteps, following Aubameyang's sort of footsteps. So, um, but I, I think it's. Uh, testament to Nketiah and the belief in himself that he's actually had, uh, been brave enough to take the shirt. Fair play to him, you know he's, he's uh, he'll have a uh, go away and have a, a good close season where they keep himself fit, he'll have to come back make sure that he's ready and firing that when they go on their pre-season tour that um, he's making sure that he's the first one on the team sheet, you know, playing up front We move on to Rugby Union and Leicester Tigers winning their 11th Premier League
1: title. They beat Saracens 15-12 in the final at Twickenham and that game was live on TalkSport. Here's the reaction from the former England centre Tom May, the Leicester Tigers captain Ellis Genge and their drop goal hero Freddie Burns. Ben Youngs gets his hands on the ball, 10 short of halfway, puts it back to
2: Burns, Freddie Burns runs back towards his own post, hammers it into the stands and
1: Leicester are champions for the 11th time in the Premiership. You can see what it means to them. They're all down on their foot. The non-playing squad are all gathered round. There's an enormous number of players here and they've contributed to a fantastic final here this afternoon. Freddie Burns, Premiership champion. Congratulations. How does it feel? Has it sunk
3: in yet?
4: Unbelievable feeling. I think a lot of people spoke about the Sari's big, big game players and they were unbelievable today. It was a real fight just to, just to sneak in and get that win at the end.
0: It's just class. I'm so happy to be a little part of a journey that's going to continue for a long time.
1: And Leicester win the final, 15-12. They took advantage of the of the probably uncharacteristic number of mistakes that that Saracens made. And we've come out and we've won a Prem. Oh, it's outstanding. I'm, I'm buzzing. There is no doubt that Saracens will, will be there or thereabouts next season. And it comes from that mentality, using the pain of, of the of the defeats, the low points to drive
4: you forward for the highs. Just to get the win for the boys in the change rooms now and stuff out, like it's great. So I'm over the moon. Can't believe it. Just um well like, what a day. I should enjoy it man. You know, I've had some
0: bleak times in the shirt and this is one of the best days of my career, so I'd hopefully just enjoy a few shandies for the boys.
1: Everything about what we see in front of us right here is all about respect. They respect the opposition, they respect everything that they've done to make sure that they've beaten Saracens today. And Saracens are holding their hands up and saying, fair play, you were better than us on the day. Ben Youngs, 20 seconds, back to Freddie Burns with the drop goal, getting up and underway,
2: it's through the middle! Freddie Burns with the drop goal to win the Premiership!
4: Yeah, just amazing sir to have that moment to put the ball over and, and win the game.
1: The skill to execute under that pressure. We talked about it, Maka, and comms. We said if there's one guy that fancies a chance of a drop goal, it would be him.
4: Maka, honestly, when I think about it, I still can't believe that looking up and seeing that ball fly through. And I've always been a player. I'd rather have swung that drop goal and missed than not have taken it. And, you know, I swung it in. Oh, my God, Maka, it went over. <laughs> it went over. I can't even believe it. i like, yeah, just it went over, and that's all that matters now. Well, it wasn't open. It was never going to be as attractive as previous finals have been. But by God, it was dramatic. Yeah, mate, this shirt will go on the wall along with the medal. But most importantly, mate, today's about memories. And no one can take this memory away from myself and the boys that have fought so hard.
3: What an afternoon. Leicester, Gallagher Premiership champions.
1: Small details or big surfaces? Tight corners or odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured or tall? Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from rust One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress.
2: Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt.
1: Until you tried it on. Now, after breaking a record for the highest total in one-day international cricket, England will look for another strong performance when they face the Netherlands in the second one-day international today, and you can hear live and exclusive coverage on TalkSport. Fresh from scoring his maiden one-day international ton, England batter Phil Salt isn't getting carried away about a potential spot in an upcoming World Cup squad.
3: 99 not out, facing Snater, short ball, pulled into the leg side for a single... And that is a one-day international hundred for Phil Salt. He's first in England colours. He takes his helmet off, waves it at the dressing room. Phil Salt gets there from 82 deliveries only.
1: So we're now speaking to you as a centurion for England. How does that feel? Yeah, very good.
4: Um, no, it's a special day for myself. Uh, and It's a special day being a part of an England side you know, who, who set that total.
3: So like in, oh, it's a high-hanging ball toss. Salt's run at him and smashed it into the forest. Short pull. Oh, he's
2: got hold of that. That's a magnificent pull shot. That's gone all the way for six.
1: Pulls
0: again,
1: and that is a mighty strike from Phil Salt. I'm not one to sort
4: of look too far ahead and set targets like that and set goals like that. Um, You know, I think it's very easy to sidetrack yourself if you do. I'm more sort of breaking it down day by day, game by game at the minute. I know that's very cliche when I say that, but I find that that's the way that allows me to get the best out of myself. So, hopefully, if I keep doing that, um, you know, my name's going to be in the hat.
1: You can hear live and exclusive ball by ball commentary of the second one day international between the Netherlands and England live on Talksport. All the action gets underway at 10 a.m. And we end today with one of Dean Saunders' many stories. And since we've just finished a week at Royal Ascot, here he recalls his favourite racing tale, albeit the Greyhound variety.
2: With Dino. Storytime with Saunders. A decent footballer and an even better storyteller. Billy Whitehurst, the okay. Oxford United, Newcastle centre forward. He decided to buy a greyhound. So he asked us to chip in. So we bought this dog, two grand, because he wanted to win the television cho- trophy on sports night. You remember Harry Carpenter?
0: Okay, yes. They used to have the Gosh, television yes.
2: trophy. It was a long distance dog race twice round. Every year, they used to have it. And the dogs were like proper dogs. So Billy's paid two grand for this dogs. So what is it, like 1986, something like that? Two grand was a lot of money for the dog. Yeah. So he goes up to the trainer. He gets the trainer training it. And he goes, right, we've got to get this dog ready for the television trophy. So semi-final come in. So he's watching, he's going up after training and watching the trainer, telling him what to do. So the trainer, he's getting on the trainer's nerves, right? So anyway, oh. the dog runs in the semi-final. Billy's thinking we're going to win the television trophy. He's telling us all, so we go to the dogs, and the dog comes around the third bend and only pulls its hamstring. So it's pulled its hamstring, limps over the line. Billy, went berserk. He's gone over. I'm I'm out by the bookies where you get you know you collect your money, mm. and I can hear Billy going, "You, that's your fault. That is your fault. You've been overtraining that dog. What are you doing? It's got injured now. I told you." Anyway, he's grabbed the trainer and threw him on the floor, right? And he cost us a fortune. He's gone mad. He's nearly beat the trainer up. Right. So the next morning, I can't wait to get in training. So I go into training and the lads are in the dressing room. I went, lads, you're not going to believe what happened last night. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Billy, and they went, hang on, he's in the treatment room. Billy is? He's in already. He's in the treatment room. Go and have a look. Oh, I walked no. up to the treatment room. no. <laughs> honest to god it's the funniest thing i've ever seen richard hill who played for us who's got a share in the dog they've got the dog on the no, treatment table no. and billy sat at the end of the bed with the <laughs> ultrasound machine and he's giving the dog ultrasound on its hamstring and the ken fish oh, the so... great ken fish who was the physio was about 90 old-fashioned ken you know he was like um everything was a paracetamol you know, nice. <laughs> Ken, I broke my leg. Yeah, just take a couple of paracetamols <laughs> and off you go, run it off, right? So anyway, he walked in when the dog was on the treatment table and he went, "Bro, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's supposed to be hygienic in this place. It's a treatment room. You can't bring a dog in here. Billy, what are you doing? He went, Ken, this dog's worth more than this lot put together. <laughs> I'm, I need to get the dog fit for the final. <laughs>
1: So that's it for another TalkSport Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you choose to get your podcasts from. And make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you can to get it. And until then, thanks for listening. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
3: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.